Welcome to Gleaming the Tube, the podcast where Kevin and Mike watch a film in which somebody rides a skateboard at some point. Finally, a podcast where people talk about movies. Hello, Michael. Hello, Kevin. 2011's Chalet Girl stars future Rebel Alliance soldier Felicity Jones as a former skateboard champion who goes to work at a posh ski resort in the Alps where she discovers snowboarding, romance, and montages about snowboarding and romance. (laughs) And not necessarily in that order. And Michael and I watched this movie to kick off 2024. Oh, we certainly did. Happy New Year, Michael. To you as well, Kevin. Many happy returns. First off, that was a snowboarding movie. <laughs> it, it was. It was It was absolutely a snowboarding movie. Uh, a little bit, but yet contained uh, more actual skateboarding than a lot of the movies that we've, uh, <laughs> that we've watched recently. So unlike a lot of the movies we watched recently, the word skateboard is in like the description of the film, not sure. necessarily like what I just read, but if you, if you do like a search for skateboard, on Tubi, this is one of the first movies that comes up. So I was like, oh, yeah. I've never seen this. We'll watch this. And it's certainly a movie that exists. Yeah, I, it was, you know, it was it was one of those. It's one of my like favorite sort of subgenres is a movie that's like somehow a, a discernible percentage better than it kind of should have been. You know, the, the dialogue was kind of crisp and uh, I liked the characters gener- genuinely and generally. but. That was sort of about it. <laughs> I would say the biggest thing this movie had going for it was Felicity Jones. Yes. Um, I thought she was very winning in this movie. Yes. I, I dare say she sparkled. Um, I am not surprised that she was handed a Star War after making this movie. <laughs> and uh, I, I know she, I think she had been nominated for an Oscar for The Theory of Everything before this but and you know she went on to play i think ruth bader ginsburg in a film um but she's great in this um and you know aside from her the the movie is kind of stacked with british character actors that are always welcome appearances sure on one screen uh i'm 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 never like oh when i still see bill nye show up well he's he's always an absolute delight and like and it's like you, you always get the sense it's like He's always just as good at everything, so there's no need for him to phone in a movie like this because he's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll I'll be very effete and British and charming, and that'll be fine. <laughs> oh, this this role, I can yeah. sleepwalk through that. Yes, um, yeah, Jessica Hines from the the British sitcom Spaced, among other things, is in this in a very small role. I was excited to see her. I was excited to see Bill Bailey as uh, the Chalet Girl's dad. And Cousin Greg. <laughs> and I was going to say, and uh, Nicholas Braun plays a very similar role yes. to the role he played on Succession. I, I have, I can only assume that the uh, makers of Succession were like, we need someone to play a dipshit relative among the hyper-rich and somehow caught this movie on a plane or something and were like, there's our boy. I, I really, it, it really does give you the feeling. They were like, we need someone who's like, kind of an unknown but you know like he it's and they you can i can absolutely imagine a casting director watching this movie like with their kid who's into snowboarding or something like oh this guy will do just fine and you know what he kevin he did just fine he he was was great i thought you know he was he does that thing really well he sure Uh, does 
Brooke Shields is in this, kind of giving off uh, a lot of dollar store Marsha Gay Harden energy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that is an astute uh uh a, a perception of of her her presence in the film kevin yes absolutely but you know nice to see that she's out there doing stuff sure uh, great uh the the romantic lead is played by ed westwick who i think is most famous for a show called gossip girl uh a tv show i have seen exactly one episode of <laughs> because it was filmed at uh the sleep no more play i'm obsessed ah, with so i, I see like, so yeah so watching right. that episode um, check that out yeah <laughs> but i didn't follow the episode of gossip girl but i did spend most of it going like you can't take your masks off in the show uh, <laughs> you got upset kevin you are you're passionate about immersive theater my i was not immersed in that episode because they clearly were violating the rules of it um i thought he was uh his chemistry with Felicity Jones, I thought, was kind of not there. And I think for this movie to really work, you kind of want those two to get together. Yeah. And I did not want those two to get together. Like, I I, I thought he was sort of a weak link in this. Well, I thought it was really interesting that it was like the idea, like, take like it seemed like she was sort of destined to get together with the Finnish snowboarding guy. But he had, you know, he had the he had the make on her, her uh, fellow chalet girl. And so it, I, I, I actually kind of was confused when it was like, oh, wait, it's that guy. That's the guy she's going to get with, not the scruffy snowboarder who's talking and laughing and giggling and falling on top of you in ways like because there was that montage. And then there was later on a montage of, of her and the rich guy doing the exact same thing. And I thought, huh, holy shit, does this movie love a montage? It's a lot. It's. it's it's uh, it's mon- it's monumental in its in its use of montages, and I thought to myself, "There's no way he's gonna." Spoiler alert: There's no way he's gonna get the girl after being uh, about being a little indiscreet and uh, be having plans to get uh, engaged to the right rich girl. But it happened, Kevin. Love conquered all. Love <laughs> conquered the bounds of class, and I I uh, I, I would say. One of the things that definitely marks this as a British movie as opposed to an American movie is its sort of hangups about class and yes. how, especially when Felicity Jones is uh, trying to get the job from Jessica Hines and all the other girls are super posh and she's not. And that gets remarked upon like you just you wouldn't have that scene in an, an American movie. It would be played very differently. Yeah. The The other thing is this movie uh, kept making me think of other better movies. <laughs> I thought the way it treated snowboarding reminded me a lot of Blue Crush and the way Blue mm-hmm. Crush uh, treated the surfing culture. But I felt that Blue Crush is a much better and more subtle and kind of more lived in film. Yes. It's it's funny that you say that, Kevin, because I, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, it's like a not great Blue Crush on a mountain. Very much so. Because Blue Crush nails it everywhere where this movie kind of fails it. Oh, man, did you hear that rhyme that I just made up on the spot? I'm like freestyling, Kevin. You're, you're coming into this new year strong, Michael. And, oh, I'm, man. I, and I appreciate it. It also made me think of Crazy Rich Asians, which, uh, you know, with the, the hyper-rich family and the girl who's not from that world and, you know, the, the mom of the rich guy doesn't want them to get together. Although in Crazy Rich Asians, the mom of the rich guy is played by Michelle Yeoh, who uh, is a thunderously powerful screen presence. Uh, so comparing Brooke Shields to her, 
uh, is is not fair. Brooke Shields has never ridden a motorcycle off of a cliff and onto a moving train. That is absolutely to true. my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to Google that. I like to think if she had, someone would have made me aware of that fact. <laughs> Here's the thing, Kevin. One of the things that I did think was a was an appropriate takeaway with this movie is that if you have uh, e- even even uh, a modicum of skill on a skateboard, snowboarding is easy and lame, and you can learn it in a weekend. <laughs> I was going to ask about the general feeling amongst <laughs> la communauté de skateboard about the world of snowboarding and is there a lot of crossover do people decide like i'm done with skateboarding now i'm gonna go where the powder is fresh or is it is it another like your feet are attached to the snowboard so so the no go um i i think that they're they're certainly adjacent sports. I think that it's funny because I did Google I, like I wanted a pretty definitive list because there are a couple of pro skateboarders who had like parallel careers as pro snowboarders. I wasn't able to find a definitive list, but I think in the 90s there was a little like once snowboarding became, you know, it's it's like for a long time snowboarding, you couldn't even do it on some mountains and then they finally allowed it. And then with the explosion of popularity, they started building uh, sort of co- like park courses that are very similar to skate parks because similar to BMX and skate, there's all the, you know, the obstacles are all basically the same. It looks like a hand railing, but it's actually dug into the snow or uh, at a skate park. It looks like a hand railing, but it's like built into a ramp or whatever. And so I think that once that, that park culture happened in snowboarding a lot you know they they they, they kind of started to run parallel there was only a few i you know the, the most famous example of a of a pro who was pro in both of those worlds is is sean the flying tomato white who uh actually was like really legitimately competitive in both worlds i think in the he's sort of i you know it's weird i i don't even i haven't been following his career so i don't know but it doesn't seem that he's made much uh he hasn't made much of skateboarding in at least a decade um but yeah i i I think it's like maybe snowboarding is something that you do if you're from the east coast and there's snow all over the ground and you got to do something maybe you go snowboarding it's funny in the last couple of years uh there's a there's sort of a newer it's basically that it's called snow skating and it's essentially a skateboard without any wheels or trucks on it and you can skate. You could you could use the in the, in the same uh, sort of like ways that you would use a skateboard. You could just drop it on the snow and sort of skate in inner cities in a very similar way. And it's actually kind of weirdly gotten popular with a couple of pro skaters who are like from the East Coast. Because the the thing I think with snowboarding is that it's, it's it is a little price prohibitive. And as you know, as I've probably stated a dozen times on this very podcast. Uh, the best thing about skateboarding is you can kind of do it anywhere at any time, as long as you have concrete and a skateboard. And with snow skating, it seems like it's almost the same exact uh, sort of ethos. You just, it's, I mean, I don't know what's the, the actual difference between a snow skate and a skateboard is it looks exactly to me like a skateboard without any wheels on it, but uh, that's actually become a little bit more popular. Yeah. Cause, cause with surfing as uh, you know, as they, it's very well established in like, Dogtown and Z-Boys and Lords of Dogtown, like skateboarding came out of 
surfing. So I feel like oh, there's absolutely. there's yeah. there's not as I feel like if skateboarding, if there's any kind of extreme sporty subculture that skateboarding doesn't look down its nose at, it's surfing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and why, Kevin? Because your feet are not attached. <laughs> yeah, no, the skateboarding, yeah, absolutely was spawned from surfing and the need to do something when the, when the surf was flat. And, uh, you know, the, the and, and many, many of the tricks, it's funny, it's like a, it, the timeline gets looser and looser as the tricks start to evolve. But the very most basic moves in skateboarding are absolutely aping moves on a surfboard, the way that you would like slide up an embankment and kind of get all low to the ground. And and even the way that, you know, if you if you grind your trucks along a surface, that was skateboarding mirroring on the street, mirroring skateboarding in a pool, which was mirroring surfing you know trying to ride a wave to its crest and then so and then a lot of the others and it's funny it is the interesting thing is that snowboarding while it's certainly obviously a a a sort of a child of of skiing modern snowboarding is if you watch a snowboarding contest like a park contest there is a half pipe which is exactly you know a, a descendant of skateboarding and like i said all the park obstacles so it's it is almost like a cat like a cast system, you know. And somewhere all the way down the line is those guys who you ever hear of soap shoes? No. That's it's like they're these shoes with these little plastic inserts, and you just like run and slide down obstacles that would normally have a skate that you would normally do on a skateboard, but that that's the furthest down the, the cast line I think you can get as far as the extreme sports, Kevin. He's like wheelies or <laughs> No, they're actually they're they they're, they're shoes and they just have like a plastic middle so that they'll slide. Like Heelys might be even further down the <laughs> the these shoe with the wheel attached to the back. But yeah, that's <laughs> now we're getting into the to the to the to the microbial version of this, and that's not great. <laughs> there was a very hey, it's 2011 moment in this uh, film where cousin Greg was talking about Facebook. And yes. he says, uh, poke me on Facebook, yep, which, right. which I really liked, especially since um, the poke option on Facebook still exists, but it's yeah. really hard to find. And uh, every so often, I kind of delight in going on the poke page on Facebook and just poking everyone I know. I, I, I've only I've only been poked and have poked uh, on a on a very limited number of uh, of occasions. But you're right. The minute I, I the, he said it, I was like. Oh, it's like it's like asking someone to put 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 your your trousers on the shiffer robe <laughs> as, as far as like dated as far as dated references from not so in our not so distant past. Like 12 years ago. Yeah. 12, yeah. 13 years ago. I mean, we're in 2024 now. It's so true. It's an exciting new year. I would say that my the, the, the one thing I also wanted to say was that I was I, I was I watched the entire movie expecting her to then get back into skateboarding which she clearly had a natural talent for she's uh, a champion everyone she was a champion skateboarder went. right yeah so i i kind of when it ended like it you know it was like that moment where she raises her trophy and then it ends and i was like in my mind i wrote the like i wrote a very quick version of fan fiction where i was like and then she gets back to london and realizes that skateboard uh, so snowboarding is essentially a classist sport uh <laughs> and that she just gets right back down to the nitty-gritty of uh of street skateboarding although the other the other interesting thing that i forgot to mention when i was on my rambling spree about snowboarding is one of the the kind of the cooler 
uh, sort of after effects of skate culture is that in both BMX culture and snowboarding culture, they've they've over the you know the last maybe twenty years they've adopted the same approach of making skate videos where a lot of times in in places that have a lot of snow like you know in in Scandinavia you'll see snowboarders snowboarding the, like the actual streets wherever there's like a handrail with as long as there's a little bit of a of a snow. I was going to say roll up, but that would be skateboarding. But you actually see urban snowboarding, which is actually really kind of cool and a really interesting use of space. If, you know, if 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 the same landscape that would otherwise be being filmed for a skate video is covered in snow. And it's also it's interesting because there's also sort of a terrain thing where a lot of the terrain that's unaccessible to skateboarding because there's not concrete is suddenly accessible to BMX riders because they have knobby tires or snowboarders when it's covered in snow and sort of watch that culture sort of wash over into those other sports has actually been really interesting. And there's like some pretty goddamn cool shit that goes down where snowboarders like skating off the roofs of, of like stave churches and, and, and like flying through the city streets, which is pretty fucking cool. Are there uh, are there videos that sort of mix skateboarding and snowboarding? Yeah, certainly. I think uh, f- f- most notably there was a, a magazine called Trans World Skateboarding that also had a trend, like a snowboarding imprint, and I believe a BMX imprint and a wakeboarding. And I think that you know they'll do like you know the best of skating and snowboarding and BMX or or you know it's it's weird because there's no I don't think there's any real. Co- you know, maybe Santa Cruz, I think, has a line of like mountain bikes and snowboards as well. So there's probably some sort of industry videos like that that mix all of them. But uh, the thing is, I don't think, you know, it's like you want to rub elbows with skateboarding. But skateboarding is always going to win, Kevin, because it's the <laughs> coolest extreme sport. And why is that, Kevin? Why is that, Michael? Because your feet are not attached to the board. <laughs> I'll say it until until my dying day. You're not holding on to anything. It's all just gravity and friction. Chalet Girl. Chalet. <laughs> the nicest thing I can say about Chalet Girl is that it does exactly what it says on the label. Sure. Yeah. If you want to watch a romantic comedy about a fish out of water, snowboarder, uh, amongst the rich, then this is a movie that is that. It is no <laughs> is better. <laughs> it is no better than that, but it is no worse than that. And so, if that's what you want, that is exactly what you will get if you watch Chalet Girl. I would not advise anyone listening to this podcast to go out and watch it. If watch you're Blue on Crush, a, yeah, watch Blue Crush. If you're on a plane and it's playing. It watch would pass. The the, yeah, watch. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Our website is gleamingthetube.net. We're on Facebook at gleamingthetube, and our email is gleamingpod at gmail.com. Production assistance by Liam Gray. Music by Kissing Contest. Skateboarding is not a crime. Skateboarding is not a crime.